Okay, good afternoon, everybody. Uh, we are now starting officially Hilchot Tefillah. We've been dealing with it uh, really last week with the times of Tefillah, but now we're actually going into the Nusach of what we start and what we say uh, when we daven. And the first thing that we're going to discuss is Birkot Hashachar. Uh, and the question is, what are Birkot Hashachar? When should they be recited? Um, and we'll see that both of those questions are not simple. There is already a dispute going back away probably a thousand years. So let's try and figure out what the nature of these brachot are and when is the best time to say them. So the Gemara in brachot, Samach Amud Bet, says as follows, When a person uh, hears the rooster uh, crowing or whatever the noise of a rooster does, the who gave us the gave the rooster the insight to distinguish between day and night. Where when he opens his eyes, Hashem who opens the eyes of the blind, when a person sits up in his bed, let him say the one who frees us from our uh, bonds. Kilabish, when a person gets dressed, uh, let us say the bracha of who clothes the naked, when he stands up, straightens, when he puts his feet on the ground, that Hashem basically created firmament, that we have terra firma and not just uh, living on, the, on a boat. When a person starts uh, uh, walking, then he should say, bless Hashem for being able to prepare a person's steps. When a person puts on his shoes, he says the bracha that Hashem gave him all his needs, which is very interesting. All one's needs are dependent on one's shoes. When a person closes his belt, he should say that Hashem girds us with his glory. Sorry, not with uh, glory, um, with strength. And when he puts on his turban, then he says, bless Hashem who crowns us in his glory. When he washes his face, and he says a special bracha of one of Hashem who removed the sleep from his eyes and from and the slumber from his eyes. Okay, that's the end of the Gemara. There are few questions that we have to ask on this Gemara, and this is really going to be the the bulk of the shir. Firstly, from the Gemara, it seems that the brachot are said while one is still in one's bed. Right, um, meaning, what happened to uh, what happened to doing natilat yadaim? this is before one does natilat yadaim. Um, now, how does that work? Okay, that's just a question that we're going to that we're going to put on the back burner. But that definitely seems to be the pshat of the Gemara. The second uh, thing that comes out from the Gemara is one says the bracha after one does the action. Meaning, one, one 
here's the rooster, one says the action, one opens one's eyes, one says the brocha one gets dressed, malbisharumit. What is the nature of that? That we first do the action, then we say the brocha. Thirdly, it's clear from this Gemara, at least, that one says the brocha based on an action that one does, meaning one opens one's eyes, therefore one says pokechibrim. So to summarize, this Gemara does the action, or after one does the action, one, one says the bracha even when, while he's still in bed, i.e. literally getting up in the morning. Um, and, and thirdly, it seems it's dependent on the, it's dependent on the, on the action, um, and it's not just, uh, not just in, in, you know, regarding a general category. This is, in truth, how the Rambam understands it. When the person hears the voice, the, the noise of the rooster, the insight to distinguish between night and day. When one says, one says, when one places a turban, one says, etc., etc., etc. Basically, the Rambam is telling us uh, exactly what the Gemara said. The Rambam pretty much quotes verbatim the Gemara. How would we understand, or according to the Rambam, how is he categorizing these brachot? Now, let's remember that, that we find that there are three separate brachot that we're generally familiar with. One is a bracha of a mitzvah. Hashem gave me a commandment to do a certain mitzvah. And I make a bracha before doing that mitzvah. Um, part of that bracha of birkata mitzvah basically shows that I'm not just doing an action out of nowhere, but really it is honing in that this is a mitzvah. You know, I'm saying a bracha, the, 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 the nature of that bracha is highlighting that I'm a mitzvah, that I'm commanded to do this mitzvah. Then I can understand birkata mitzvah. You also understand why you do it before you do the mitzvah, because it is showing the intent of why I'm doing the following action of, of putting a black box on my hand. Okay. We have two other types of brachot. The one is birkot haneni. We know the Gemara tells us that if you if you get benefit from something in this world without asking permission from a Kodesh Baruch it's as if you've stolen. So birkat is really a a it's 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 both a um, asking permission and thanking a Kodesh Baruch for giving you the benefit that you are about to derive. Generally, we always assume that a birkat has to be done beforehand because the whole idea is that you are not only thanking Hashem for the benefit that you're about to get, but you're also asking permission. And therefore, you always have birkat after the after you do it. The third um, category is birkat The classic birkat Praising a Kodesh Baruch Hu is the person goes and he goes to the Alps and he sees the mountains and uh, and and uh, you make a brocha, right? 
of Jose Mas Ebreshim. So you see a fantastic, uh, you see uh, just the parish of Noach. We, we, we had the, the a person sees a rainbow, you make a brocha. You see the wonders of a Baruch and you're praising him for that. Birkot HaShevach always happen after you see the action, right? Or after you see the scene, you say the brocha. So those are the three categories that we have. Now we have to work out what is the nature of this bracha of Birkot HaShevach. So someone is say that according to the Rambam, it's a birkot hanene, meaning a person's getting benefit, and therefore a person's getting benefit, one says a brocha. The challenge, and we're going to go with that, at least uh, for this, but one of the challenges to that understanding is, well, if it's a birkot hanene, surely we should be saying it before we do the action. Meaning, I should say the brocha pokeachibrim and then open my eyes. The Gemara seemed to indicate the opposite. Not only the Gemara, the Rambam seems to indicate the opposite. And therefore, why is this birkatanenin different than any other birkatanenin? Possibly, one could answer that according to the Rambam, this is not a, a birkatanenin, this is a birkat hashevach. The difficulty with that. Is let's continue. Uh, well, let's let's leave that in you know on the back burner and continue. Tosvot say so you cannot put all of the um, brachot in one big category. Perhaps they are different. Says Tosvot on the Gemara there brachot samer kishama kol tanegul omer baruchan anten shenatan lasrechbi minai vina lavchin. Says Tosvot who adin apilu ki lo shama. Even if a person didn't hear, so if a person didn't hear, that's difficult. How can it's clearly obviously not birkatanene according to Tosfot? But then Tosfot uh, continues and says, not so fast. The ein bracha zo ela lavchana al hanaat haora shatanugo bavchin vuhunene mina or. Says Tosfot, the bracha of she she natana sechdivina. What is the real brocha? The brocha is being able to distinguish between night and day, between light and dark. We are praising the rooster who is able to do it. Generally, the rooster does it before you can, you know, before sunrise, right? But in principle, it is a praise or it is a brocha of getting benefit, according to Tosvot, of being able to distinguish between night and day. And therefore, a person, even if he didn't hear the rooster, he's still getting the benefit of distinguishing between night and day. And if he can distinguish between night and day, what's the problem? He can still make a brocha. Tosfot continues this line of thought. Kipari sudra al person puts his turban on. Dafka shenene. The Tosfot is saying over here, it's clearly a birkat hanene. You have to get the benefit. Aval imenonene, kagon shul shocheva mitato, lo yavarech. Toswat is very, very clear. It is a birkatanen. If it's a birkatanen, the rule is you got benefit, you say the brocha. You don't get benefit, you don't say the brocha. A difficulty with the shit of the Toswat is what we said in the name of the Rambam. If it really is a birkatanen, why is it that we say the brocha after we get the benefit and not beforehand? 
Okay, I rang up the, the question on, on, on Toswa. So according to Toswa, it's clearly a birkataneni. We could say similarly that according to the Rambam, it's a birkataneni. Just like we have to deal with why in this case, birkataneni, we, we say before, uh, after and not before the act, it's a question on Toswat. The same question would apply to the Rambam. So possibility number one is, what is the nature of these brachot? Birkot hanenin. They are brachot, dafka of a person who gets benefit from them. Toswat makes a slight nuance that even if you get the benefit of being able to distinguish between light and dark and you didn't hear the rooster, that's still con considered benefit, but it's within the realm of getting benefit. The practical ramification of that is if you didn't get benefit, if you didn't put your shoes on, if you didn't put your clothes on, you don't say a bracha. Okay? The tour, the question is whether the tour is going along with Tosfot and arguably the Rambam. Let's read the tour and see if he agrees or disagrees. And all of the brachot that are regarding the order of the world and the way in which Hashem runs the world. And that Hashem created, you know, terra firma. And he allows us to walk. Says the tour, you mustn't emit any of these brachas. Even if one didn't hear the rooster, or he didn't walk on the ground, but those that he gets benefit from, he shouldn't say a bracha if he didn't get benefit. Here the tour is creating two separate categories. There are brachas, let's call it brachas on how Hashem ran, runs the world. He created the world night and day, light and dark. He created the world, there is the ocean, but there is ground, there's terra firma. Uh, he creates us that we are human beings that are able to move, meaning we're not like a tree, we are able to move. All of those, according to the tour, it seems like they're not birkat but they're birkat hashebach. These are brochas, right, that one says, um, praising how Hashem created the world. But then there are other brachot that are specifically regarding my personal benefit in terms of my clothes, etc., etc. That if I get the benefit, great. If I don't, I don't say the bracha. Um, let's just go back to the Rambam and then we'll try and put it all together. The Rambam says, Naguam, Barov Irenu, the majority of the, our towns. The minag is Although the Gemara specifically said a person, you know, when you wake up, when you sit up, you say one bracha, when you put your shoes on, you say another bracha, says the Rambam already in his time, right in the 1100s, in Egypt, he says the minag was to say it in the Beit Knesset. Whether they wearing shoes or not wearing shoes, whether they heard the roost or not. And says the Rambam, Ta'utu, this is a mistake. 
ואין ראוי לעשות כן, one should not do this, ולא יברך ברכה אלא אם כן מתחייב בה, and he can only make a ברכה if he actually became obligated. Now the Beit Yosef clarifies what exactly is the Rambam's kashya, ונראה שדעתו לומר שהמנהג הזה טעות משני פנים. There are two problems with this mina. Problem number one is מפני שאין ראוי לעשות כן לברכה נחה שעבר זמנן אלא ברכה וברכה יברך בזמן האמור בגמורה. You are meant to do it when you put your shoes on. What are you doing it half an hour later when you're in shul? Right? Question number two, שני, שהם מברכים אותם בין התחייבו בהם בין לא נתחייבו, whether they got benefit, whether they didn't get benefit. ואין לברך שום ברכה מהם אם לא נתחייב. But if you didn't get the benefit, right? Or, or, or uh, let, let's use the wording correctly. Whether they were obligated or not obligated. Notice, the Beit Yosef didn't use the word nehene, that Tosvot used. The Beit Yosef used the word in explaining the Rambam, and this is the wording of the Rambam, שלא נתחייב בהם. Now, that could be a very critical distinction between נתחייב בהם as opposed to נהנה מהם. Um, but let's, let's just, before we clarify the shita of the Rambam, let's see what the Torah says. If you say the Hagamara, according to the side of the Gemara, Hayara Uylavarech al kol achat v'achat b'sharta. It was proper that we would recite each bracha regarding every time that we do the action. But then says the Torah something which I find phenomenal. He says, our hands are not clean. Therefore, they made an institution to make these brachot in shul after everyone's done the tilat yadayim. וגם מפני שרבים מטעמי עמי הרצות אין יודעים אותם, and many people didn't know the ברכות, או עמי הרצים, תקנו שיזרם בבית הכנסת ויענו עמיהם אחריהם, and they'll answer amen after the chazan, and ביוצא. אבל ודאי חובה הוא על כל יחיד ויחיד לברך אותה. It's still an obligation on every person, right? But some people didn't know the ברכות, so for those people who didn't know the ברכות, they should just listen to the שליח ציבור. The Torah gives two reasons why we say it in the shul and we don't say it when we sit up in our bed. Number one, we don't have clean hands. The question on that is, in the times of the Gemara, did they have clean hands? So the Aruch HaShulchan actually says that in the times of the Gemara, they were Kedoshim. They were very holy and therefore their hands didn't touch inappropriate places, etc. I still haven't understood that uh, that Arach Shulchan uh, completely because for two reasons. Number one, perhaps Abai and Robert were Kedoshim. That's true. But uh, Chazal were making brochas for, for Kol Yisrael. Was all of Am Yisrael that uh, Kadosh? Very difficult to assume that, that that's what was going on in the times of Chazal. Um, I mean, you've got testimony about the status of Am Yisrael in the times of the Gemara. It's not so clear that everyone was, uh, was you know, Tzadik Ador. Secondly, I mean, the Rosh says explicitly that Natilat Yadayim is because Yadayim Askaniyotem. That's why Chazal instituted it. So if their hands were Kadosh, why would, according to the Aruch HaShulchan, why would we have to say 
נטילת ידיים. ‫וואלה חזר אינסטיטוט נטילת ידיים. ‫זה יכול להיות לייצר תקנה, ‫זה לא לייצר תקנה, ‫לכאורה ארץ הרדיו היא תקנה ‫מהגמורה. So I still fully, uh, haven't fully understood that Aruch HaShulchan, but I think the more simple answer could be that um, according to the Gemara, it's not clear that we need to wash our hands, that we, need, that we can't say a bracha with, with, with dirty hands. Meaning, where have we seen explicitly in the Gemara that you're not allowed to say a bracha with 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 hands that have yadai maskaniyote. It didn't come up explicitly. Where does it come up explicitly? In the Zohar. It could be machloka between the Zohar and the Gemara. Now it's true, we paskin like the Zohar, but because we paskin like the Zohar, that's why we actually have to go against the Gemara, because according a limit to the Gemara, there's no problem saying a brocha, even though I haven't done the tilat yadai. Since we machmir like the Zohar and Amishol accepted the Zohar, so now we have a problem. We can't say these brachot without doing the tilat yadayim, and therefore we wait until we go to the Beth Knesset. That seems to be a, the way I understand how to answer this kasha of uh, the contradiction between what's said in the Gemara and the Minak. Otherwise, I don't understand how the Gemara allowed you know, what was the original institution in the Gemara? But the second reason is that people just didn't know the brachot. Now that we've seen the shita of the Tur and the shita of the Rambam, the question is, what is the shita of the Tur? Meaning, let's just summarize what we've seen up until now. According to Tosfot, all the brachot of Birkot Ashachar or Birkat Anemit, and if they're Birkot Anenin, we ask the question, if it's Birkot Anenin, why do we say the bracha after the fact and not before the fact? According to the Rambam, the Rambam says you cannot, you can only recite this, so on the one hand, understand Toswat, that if I didn't do an action, I can't make a bracha because it's a Birkot Anenin, just like I don't say a Borek Priya eats if I don't take a bite from the apple, so too I wouldn't make any other Birkot Anenin if I didn't actually get benefit. That's simple, Shittat Toswat. The Rambam uses the word since I'm obligating you. Now, one could go and say that the Rambam is in the camp of Toswat, and then we just have a question, why is it according to the Rambam that we say this after uh, or post-factor and not before the action? But whatever solution we're going to give to Toswat, we can also answer that for the Rambam. The tour then comes, and by the way, it makes a lot of sense because the Rambam basically says you can't do this later on, which makes a lot of sense. I can't make a bracha of Borepria 8 after I've already eaten from the, I've got benefit from the apple, right? You, you, you do it uh, close to getting the benefit. And uh, number two, uh, the, the Rambam said that the problem over here is that they made a bracha even though they didn't, get benefit from, or they weren't mm. obligated in any of these things. If I understand the Rambam is saying, this is a birkat anenin, I can fit both the, the, the kashias of the Rambam, which elaborated by the Beit Yosef, very nicely into this problematic minag of reciting them at shul, even though you didn't hear uh, in the wrong time, and you didn't actually do any of these actions. However, there might be another way to understand the Rambam. 
And the Rambam understands that it's a Birkot Hashebach. Because it's a Birkot Hashebach, it's a Brocha of praise. Now, just like I don't say a Brocha of Shasai Tayama Gadol, which is a Brocha of praise, unless I see, I got, you know, I, I, I take a trip to, to Netanya to come in, uh, come in I, I see the sea, I can make a Brocha. But if I didn't see the bro, if I didn't see the sea, I can't make a bracha. So birkat hashevach is dependent on an action, but it's not a birkat hanenin. It's a birkat hashevach. But you need to, you need to come in contact with that action or with that phenomena in order to say the bracha. Now, how does why does it help me to define the Rambam as it's a birkat hashevach and not a birkat hanenin? Birkat hashevach are always recite after the fact, meaning I'm traveling in my car. When I see the sea, I say, I see the mountain, I hear the thunder, right? So, but all of them, you first hear or you first see, and then you make the bracha. So it makes sense why the Gemara said, I first put my shoes on right, and I, I hear the, the voice, and therefore it's a birkot sheva. And now I can understand why the Rambam had a difficulty with the mina. Meaning, first of all, I didn't do these actions, so I can't say the bracha. It's like me saying a bracha of seeing the sea when I didn't see the sea. And second of all, it has to be straight after. How do I know it has to be straight after? Um, look at the Ran. The Ran says as follows. The, the Ran is telling us this minag that according to the Rambam was very problematic. He heard the, the rooster. Why does he do that? Since you make making the bracha after the fact, then it doesn't make a difference if it's two minutes after the fact or two hours after the fact or five hours after the fact. Then the Ran says, Umihu, the Yerushalmi Amrina. The Yerushalmi tells us, the Mesechet Brachot, Gabe Brakim, when it comes to lightning, Hayah Yoshev, Bebeit Akisei, or Bebeit Amerchat. person was sitting in the bar, or in the, 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 the wash, meaning he's sitting in an area where obviously he's not allowed to make a bracha. Im Yachol Hu Latzeit, uh, you know, very quickly, he was already, let's assume that he's dressed, he was just in an inappropriate place, he was in the, the bathroom. If he walked out of the bathroom, you'd say he should go out and be able to recite the That this din of birkat hashevach is a din of toch dibur, meaning I see the sea, 
I, I don't say a bracha beforehand. That's birkatanene. Birkatashevach will say afterwards, but it's only after the fact that what that I had already um, that that it's close enough to me experiencing the phenomena. So says Zeran, based on that, I'm in trouble. How can I make a brocha at Beit when I put my shoes on half an hour beforehand? says the Meaning, according to the Ran, it is a Birkat Hashemach. But it's not a Birkat Hashemach on the phenomena that I saw. It's a Birkat Hashemach on every day, I'm just thinking, I'm, I'm praising Hashem for how He created such a wonderful world. Even if one didn't hear the rooster, you still say it because it's not dependent on a regular Birkata Shevach is what is. This isn't a regular Birkat HaShevach. This is a Birkat HaShevach on Hashem creating the world. And the day, whether you experienced it or not. Minagan Shel Yisrael Torayim says the Ran. This is a Minag and it's not based on uh, a Minag Shtut as the Rambam put it. This is a minag, which is minag Yisrael Torah. And this is the opinion of his teacher, the Ramban. So here we have that as opposed to Tosvot, that wants to say that it's a birkot ha-nene. The Ran and the Ramban say this is a birkot ha-shevach, but it's not a birkot ha-shevach on a specific phenomena, but rather it's a birkot ha-shevach on the way in which Hashem runs the world. Where does the Rambam fit in over here? One could argue the Rambam in two ways. Possibility number one is the Rambam holds that it's a Birkat Anenim, just like Tosfot. We would have to deal with, if that's the case, why say it after and not before? However, if I understand that it's a Birkat Hashemach, similar to the Ran, but different. If the Ran was that it's a Birkat Hashemach on in general how Hashem runs the world, the Rambam is it's a Birkat Hashemach. A regular Birkat Hashemach. I saw the Alps, I can make a brocha. I saw the rainbow, I can make a brocha. I heard the, the, the thunder, I can make a brocha. You didn't hear it, you can't say Birkat Hashemach. Meaning according to the Rambam, it makes a lot of sense why we have to say it after the fact, but we still have to say it within the time frame of a regular Birkot Okay, so we've seen the Shita of Tosfot, we've seen the Shita of the Ran and the Ramban, and I think the Shita of the Rambam is actually a Shita benign. It's a, it's a, it's a middle road of the path. Let's see the to- the Kolbo. The Kolbo says, "Omnam that they would say it in order, meaning whether you put your belt on or not, you say it in order." 
This is a Hanaga of the Goinim. Even if you don't do the action, you're making a bracha not for your personal benefit, but for the benefit of the world. Meaning, it's not a personal benefit. You're making a bracha on the benefit of all of Israel or all of the world, and therefore, now, the question is, how do we read the, the Kolbovia? Therefore, it's a unique Birkatanenin, or therefore, this is a Birkatashevach. The Nafgamina is going to be, the Nafgamina is going to be, what are we going to do on Tishabat? Well, what could be the Nafgamina on Tishabat? Tishabat, Yom Kippur. Where all of Am Israel cannot put their shoes on, what would be the din according to the Kolbo? If I define it as the Birkot HaShevach, and that's what the Kolbo is saying, like the Ran, then I would say the Bracha. But if it's really a Birkot HaNenin, that the Chidush of the Kolbo is that it's not my personal benefit, but it's the benefit of, of the rest of the world, or maybe only Am Yisrael. Then there's room to say when all of Am Yisrael can't put their shoes on, you can't say a bracha. But even within the Kolbo, I could say, no, it is a Birkat HaNenin, but although Am Yisrael can't put their shoes on on Yom, on Yom Kippur, the Goyim can. So, because he does say at the end, Lakol, who's Lakol? To the whole world, to all of humanity, or to Am Yisrael? Anyway, let's leave that and, and, and moving, moving forward. What does the Magan Abraham say? The Magan Abraham says, now there is a, a, a difficulty within the shita of the the ran, and let's call him the kolbo as well. The gemara seems to imply that you basically say these brachot as you experience them, which is a some type of regular birkat hashevach or birkat But going to the ran, it's on minaga oilam. Why did the Gemara tell me, you know, this one, that one, that one, that one? That's the cash of the of the Magen Abraham. It's referring to, it's coming to exclude a scenario where no one hears the Tarnagol, not you or other people, such as in the middle of a desert. Inami. Or another possibility, a deaf person or a, a blind person can't say pokechibrim, for example, when it opens up the eyes of the blind. Because it's lacking in his body. What is the deaf, what is the Magen Abraham really saying over here? It seems that the Magen Abraham is saying that even according to the Ram, that you're making a brocha on the minaga oila. There are going to be two um, limitations. It still has to be that someone can get benefit. Right? And if no one, if you're in the middle of the desert, then it's a problem. Or even if the brocha is on minaga oila, but you will never be able to get benefit from that for in your entire life. It's, 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 
not appropriate to say a Birkot HaShevach. That's what I understand from the Magen of Ram, that even within the Shit of the Ran, there seems to be some type of limitations. Bottom line, how do we Paskin? How does the Shulchan Aruch Paskin? How does the Ramah Paskin? And we would assume Machloket Shulchan Aruch Ramah that this would be a Machloket Sfari Mashkenazim, but as we'll see, this is not the case. The Shulchan Aruch in Orachaim Memvab says, Kol Abrachot Ha'elu Im Lo Nitchayev Be'echat Mehen Kogon Shelo Shamaq Kol Ta'anagol Shelo Halach O Lo Navash O Lo Chiger Chagar Omer Ota Abracha Belo Azkarat Hashem Says the Shulchan Aruch, you didn't wake up this morning, I didn't hear a rooster, I should not say that brocha, at least not with shame Hashem. If I'm not wearing a belt, I don't say that brocha, etc., etc. That's how the Shulchan Aruch passed. Says the Ramah, even if you didn't hear the rooster, you still make the bracha. It's not on him himself. He created the needs for the entire world. So it seems to be this is a classic machloket. However, now comes the Shulchan Aruch. He says, Achshab, so, so according to the Shulchan Aruch, it sounds like he passed like the Ramba, that if you basically didn't get a benefit, you can't say a bracha. Then he comes along and says, Achshab, mibnei shena yadayim nekiot, gam mibnei amearazot shenem yodim oto, nagu lesadram bebeit hakneset, bonin amen achreem v'yotzim yedei chovatan. This is difficult. Why is it difficult? Because if he's passing like the Rambam, the Rambam says, you have to do it when, you have to do it when you experience that phenomenon. Right? And not half an hour later when you get to Shul. The Shulchan Aruch on the one hand seems to pass like the Rambam. And therefore you didn't experience, you can't say the Brocha. But then he says, do it at Shul. How can you do it at Shul? You should do it Samuch, as we saw in the Yerushalmi. Says, um, says so, so, so one could answer that the Shulchan Aruch is really going like the tour, meaning that although I hold, remember the tour basically says that it's a, it's a um, the two separate aspects of these brachot, that it's a, there's certain brachot that are minagaolam. And the other brachot that are on your personal benefit, still not so clear because according to that distinction, the Shulchan Aruch should have told me what brachot I'm allowed to say in Shul and what brachot, if I missed the boat, I missed the boat. What is a pre-chadash Pre-chadash says, that there are two elements. So he says there are two aspects. The first aspect is Thanksgiving, some type of Birkat Hashebach. And the other is Birkat So according to this, that the, 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 the Shulchan Aruch is basically saying that they, they got both elements. They got Birkat Hashachar elements, and they also got, sorry, Birkat Hanenin elements. And also got Pirkot Hashevach elements. 
Now, Birkot Anani, I should have said it when I got up in the house. But since there's also Birkot Hashemach, and I'm still getting benefit from it as I, as I, when I'm in shul, I can still say the bracha. That's how the pre-Chadash understands the shulchan. Says the Mishnah According to the mission, the Rama, even if you're not obligated, you always say the bracha. And a summa can make a bracha, a blind person can make a bracha, as opposed to what the Magan Abraham says. Even if you can't hear the rooster, you now, how do we pass on the mindset? Since that according to Shulchan Aruch, by the way, the Shulchan Aruch seems to contradict himself. On the one hand, he says, it's a bikot shevach, bikot and you've got to do it only if you get benefit. On the other hand, he says, you can do it in Shul. So we answer according to the Pichadat that maybe according to the Shulchan Aruch, they're both elements. It's the element of that and the element of that. That's difficult because if it's an element of that and an element of that, then why, if I, even if I didn't hear the rooster, why am I? Not allowed to make a bracha. It's still got the second element, the birkot hashevach, even though I don't have the birkot anani. So it's difficult to understand the exact psak of the shulchan aruch, at least at this stage. Let's continue. How does Sfaradi Malach Lamaise Paskin? Says Rav Ovadia Yosef, or his son, but quoting his father. Yes, Lavarech called birkot hashachar afilu ba'open shalonit chayavim klal. Clearly, absolutely against the Shulchan Aruch. He didn't hear the rooster. He didn't get dressed. He didn't put on his belt. He Although this is not the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch. Since the minhag has been widespread to make such a bracha. We saw this minhag already comes from the time of Rav Amram Gol. Safek brachot la'akel bimhom minhag. Lo amrina. Safek brachot, we only say when we have a safek. But this is a minhag. And therefore, because it's a minhag, we, um, because it's a minhag, we can't do anything about it. Okay? Um, we don't have to worry about Safek Brachot which is very, very interesting because the Svarim Paskin, you cannot make a Brach on a Mina. Correct? That, for example, Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh, we don't make a Brach on the Mina uh, because it's a Mina. Uh, sorry, Halel, right? Halel on Rosh Chodesh, you don't make a Svarim, don't make a Brach because it's only a Mina. We don't really do the full Halel, we skip. Right? So because it's only a minag, they don't say a bracha. What's uh, Yalkut Yosef saying over here? It's true we don't make a bracha on a minag, but if there is a minag to make a bracha, that's different. We don't make a bracha on a minag, but if there's a minag to make a bracha, that is something different. We don't apply the principle of Safik brachot lahakil. Okay. Um, and then he adds, Umagam Mekubalim. This is also the Arizal and all the Makubalim said, even if you didn't hear the Rusi, you still say the Bracha. Call all of the Brochas of, of uh, Birkata Shachar, Mevarech and Otene Sachbibina, Adsof Birkata Torah, all of them, Chayav Adam Nesadram and Vachem Bachon Yom, 
גם אם לא נתחייב בהם, אם אני didn't get obligated, לפי שכולם הם רמזים נפלאים על אורות עליונים ואין לבד כלל. They are cabalistic and you cannot nullify. אפילו אם לא ישן בלילה או הסיר מצנפתו או בגדיו על סודרו או מנהליו וכיוצא בו, you don't sleep, you don't put on your clothes, צריך לברכם בכל מקום, לפי שעל מנהגו של עולם נתקנו. אצל רב מולך אליהו and רב עובד יוסף פסקן against the שולחן הרוב, strangely enough, and פסקן not ברמה. אוקיי, we have to move on, we are not uh, We're not getting very far, so just uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go a bit quicker, okay? The uh, Shari Truba brings that although the Minag of the Ramah is basically, even if you didn't, have, uh, do, didn't put on your shoes, you still say the Brocha, what about a person who didn't sleep all night? Can't, according to Ramah, it's all Birkot HaShachar, fine. What about Elokai Neshamash Enatata Bitorai and Amavir Shena Me'enai? Why should these two brachot maybe be different? Because these two brachot, if you look at the language of the brachot, refer to me personally. Hama'avir sheina me'enai, one who removed sleep from my eyes. Right? And elokai neshama sheina tata bi. Right? The, 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 the soul that you gave to me. Now, when pokeach ibrim opens the eyes of the blind, Nowhere in that bracha doesn't mention my personal negia, my personal relationship in the matter. But because these last two brachot have a personal language in the, the, the actual formulation of the bracha, maybe they should be different. I'll just look at the last paragraph. Yeah, you basically shouldn't say these last two brachas. Right? You, you basically should either try and sleep somewhat. Rather let someone else say the bracha on your behalf and you answer amen, that's the best. How does the Mishnah Burra Paskin? And he says, He says, But if you doze off a bit, no problem. Uh, about half an hour, you can definitely say these two uh, brachas. The Piskei Truvas, how does he say over here? Um, the bottom line is, he says, you, You're getting on a flight, and it was, I don't know, a terrible plane. You couldn't sleep even, even you couldn't even have a few, few minutes nap. You can say all of Birkot HaShachar. Bottom line is, he says, if you, if you, you know, if no one else can be motzi you, then you can say it, uh, you can say it yourself, okay? <clears throat> um, but you should wait until Alot HaShachar. What about the Aruch HaShulchan? The Aruch HaShulchan says, Velo nireli. Although it's true that according to the Bet Yosef, you know, he didn't sleep, don't say Brocha. But regarding the Ramah, even regarding Elokain Shama and Amavir no difference, you need to make a Brocha. Bottom line, what is the Al Kut Yosef of Vad Yosef says? 
מברך כל ברכות השחר, מלבד ברכת הנטילת ידיים אשר יצא, שכבר פרשת המנהג, לברך בשחר כל ברכות השחר, אף שלא נתחייב בה. Even המעביר שינה עציץ. So according to the Alkut Yosef, no distinction. Okay, what about Tisha B'Av and Yom Kippur, where people are not putting on their shoes? Look at the Aruch HaShulchan very quickly. The Aruch HaShulchan says, ורבנו הרמה כתב, ויש שאומרים שאפילו לא נתחייב ומברך אותן, ואין הברכה דווקא על עצמן, אלא מברכים שהקדוש ברוך הוא בחר צורכי העולם וכן המנהג, ואין לשנות. אמן סז ארוחה שולחן. ואין זה דומה למה שאין מברכים בתשעה באה ויום הכיפורים, שעשה לי קוד צוקית. You can't compare this to me not hearing the rest of this morning, to on יום כיפור when I didn't put on shoes. משום דרך כל ישראל אסורים אז בנעליים. All of them ישראל, they are prohibited to put on shoes, even though it could be that a sick person might be able to put on shoes, a yoledet and a... Okay, but they are battled to the rov. If we take the Aruch HaShulchan, remember, we had a question, how to understand the Kolbo. The Kolbo says, you can make a brocha on Birkata, on Minaga Olam, because even though you yourself didn't, you know, experience it, it's regarding everyone else. The Aruch HaShulchan interpret what's everyone else? Am Yisrael. But if, it's, if, it, if Am Yisrael are not allowed to wear shoes, you can't say that bracha. However, the Mamar Mordechai Ramodechai argues, he says, ואף על פי שיש נהלים נעליים כגון חולי יולל וכיוצאי, בטיילים כלפי הרוב, וגם לא יברכו ברכה זו. Sorry, he's not arguing, he's agreeing exactly how the ארוך השולחן. However, says the Mishnah Burah, ואף על פי שעשו בתשעה באה ויום הגיבורים בנמלת הסנדל, even though you know that where she is, מכל מקום הסכימה הרבה אחרונים שיוכל לברך ברכת שעשה לי כבר צוחקי. Why is that? Possibly one of two reasons. Number one, who says that even if you hold that it's a din in Birkat HaNenin, but it's a Birkat HaNenin on, on not me, but other people, including the Goyim, or Minagosh HaLam, is that Hashem is created for the world that they are able to put on shoes. Or I have the ability to put on shoes, even though today I specifically don't put on shoes. Any and all of these answers would explain why even if I hold it's a Birkat HaNenin or Birkat HaShevach, I can still put it on because I'm making a birkat ha-shevach on minagosh al-lam and there's no difference between uh, this and not hearing the rooster. How does the Yalkut Yosef uh, Paskin? Um, he says like this. Let's just go to the end. Ulam yeish omrim shetzarich levachrech barakha azu gam biyamim eile. Shal minagosh al-lam umevarech barakha hi gam al-shar tzrachim. And it's also on other needs. Furthermore, you're putting on shoes. You're just not putting on leather shoes. And you're putting on shoes on Motzei Yom Kippur, on Motzei Tisha B'Av, on Zetek O'Chavim. And again, it comes to this din, that when there's a minag, we don't worry about a safek brocha. Lefichach, efshah levarech brocha zo gam betisha ba'av v'yom ha'kippurim. So to summarize, according to the Aruch HaShulchan, you don't make a brocha, 
according to the Mishabura, you can make a bracha. And also according to Rabovad Yosef, um, it seems like maybe you should make a bracha. It's not so clear. He says in the end, what does it mean, from the beginning of the paragraph, it sounds like you should make a bracha. Um, I think he means that. I think he means that you should make uh, a bracha. What does the Piskei Tshuva say? Aval minaga oilam levarech brachot elu gam betishabah v'yom kipurim v'kpish katab mishlebura shekain maskanat ar beachronim. Bottom line, says Piskei Tshuva, we make a bracha, and it's not dependent on Klal Yisrael. Perhaps it's dependent on the entire world. Or this is minag you make a bracha minaga shelala. Okay. One last halocha, uh, and that is when is the final time that you can say birkot ha shacha? Now, I, I'm not going to go into it. For those of you who have the safer, I would suggest reading the essay by Rav Udiel Haddad at the end of the year, where he describes the possibilities of whether it's birkot shavach, birkot tanenin, and the nafkemina is going to be this question. Okay, so I'm not going to go into it, I'm just going to tell you uh, the shitotia. The Basically, you can only uh, say until the fourth hour. Even though can be done until Chatzot, he doesn't hold Safek Brach of the Akel, shouldn't go further than the fourth hour. The Bir Alacha argues that you can definitely say these Brach. But you can make these brachot even later. Yalkut Yosef. Yalkut Yosef says, You can make the bracha the whole day. But don't go further than sunset. Vilna Gaon. You can even make Birkota Shachar after sunset, as long as you haven't gone to sleep. Says the Piske Truva, Talach Lamaise, that Kolabrachot may be Tata Grash, Gambalaila Adashena, Yukala Shuman, Mikomakom, Yeshus Dadel, Lolikanes, Lachash, Sekot, Lavrech, Ot Kolim Shiabor, Arba Shaot. So, according to Piskei Shuvah, so obviously don't try and do it after the fourth hour, but if you do do it after the fourth hour, Badai, according to Mishnah Brura, you're okay. And even after Chatzot, you're okay. And there is an opinion even after Sunset, but that's, that's pushing it. <laughs> Let's say you're, you're now, in the, now in minimal amount of opinions, only the middle ground. What about women in Birkot Shacha? So says Rab Monachai Nashim chayvot lavarech kol birkot hashacha. Why? It's not a birkat mitzvah, and it's and it's a birkat hashevach lichora that is not dependent on time. Even though it's said every day, but if a person woke up early, you could say birkat hashacha even before sunrise. That is what um, the Nina Alacha says over here. Uh, firstly, he says. Right? A whole day, not just a certain amount of time. And then furthermore, it says, 
ואין ברכות השחר נבלו זמן גרמה, אלא המציאות שקמים בבוקר גורמת לכך שצריך לברכן סמוך לתחינת הנתן. It's the reality of me getting benefit when I wake up. But when I eat an apple, it's not a birkat zman, it's not dependent on time, but I can only eat it when I get the apple. So to have, yeah, I only say the bracha when I get all these benefits which happens in the morning, but really it's not dependent on time. So those are the main topics of birkat shacha that we covered today. As Hashem, next week we'll continue. Highly suggest reading the summary of the essay at the end of this shir will give you a better clarity of how the different shittas can fit into the halachic ramifications. Okay? Okay. Thank you very much. Goyach to everybody. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye.